Today, Max said to me, Max was in the stroller, and he goes, Daddy, do you know what gravity is? And I said, yes, I do. I said, do you know what gravity is? And he goes, no, I don't know what it is, but I have heard of it. <laughs> and then I t- and then we talked about it. But I, was I like, like how he's four and he's already learning how to get by in socially awkward situations. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I have heard of it. Whatever it takes. That rage will get you through. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I, hey, do you, do you remember the the actor, I am not this person, do you remember the famous uh, actor, of course you do, Jerry Orbach, you remember, from, yeah. from Law & Order, you love that yeah. show. Love, love Law & Order. And yeah. of course, mm-hmm. from Dirty Dancing. Yes. Jerry yes. Orbach. I am, I don't have to disclose my name because it's privileged. Uh, donors, it's a privileged thing when donors get the the body parts. But I am one of the two women who received an eye from, from Jerry, Jerry Orbach Orb- after he died. After he passed away, myself and another woman, we both we each got one eye from Jerry Orbach because he died, and he famously donated his eyes to to uh, to two people. Not anything else? Just the eyes? Well, I don't know. Personally, I don't know. I'm not at liberty to discuss that, but I don't know. If you were in New York at the time, you saw the ads all over the place. that When Jerry Orbeck died, he gave his eyes away. That was an ad? What's the ad for? You don't remember those ads? No. You must not have been here. Was it an ad for, like, donating organs? Yes. And it was like, Jerry Orbeck lived, oh my God. Oh, okay. Thanks for coming. That was the woman who get, fucking got one of Jerry Orbach's eyes was here. Oh, wow. She's got Jerry Orbach's eyes. Is her name Joan? Did you know that? I don't know. She doesn't have to disclose her name. Oh, okay. Because okay. trust me, I tried to fucking find out who it was. <laughs> did you not know that Jerry Orbach donated his eyes? I did not. I did not. I also would have thought Jerry Orbach was like pretty old when he died, right? I don't know, but it was, so there was a, a ad. It was the Eye Bank. Jerry Orbach gave his heart and soul to acting and the gift of sight to two New Yorkers, and that was all, that was a big joke in New York for a long time because mm-hmm. it was all over the subways, and um, mm-hmm. and people were saying he's got Jerry Orbach's eyes. <laughs> I wanted to do that because I wanted to do a dirty dancing thing, but I didn't want to do like an obvious one. So I did. Mm-hmm, I decided mm-hmm. I, I decided I would call in the woman, one of the two women who received donated eyes from Jerry Orbeck when he passed away. What a what a great person to have on the show. He died at 69. That's not Jerry old Orbeck. at all. That's not old at all. He looks much older. Do you think when Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. Do I just you... feel like he looked exactly the same one every single year of Law and Order that he was on. Do you think when he died, he was like, 69, dudes. <laughs> and then he died. That's probably Maybe. funny to do. Poor man. He probably died of cancer, I would imagine. Probably. I didn't look at that part. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> the worst researched podcast on the internet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, it's why we've gone so oh. far. We do such big things. It was so great to have the one of the two women who received eyes from Jerry Orbach. Rhonda? I don't know. She doesn't like I said she do, it's you yeah. don't have to tell. Simone? 
It's funny that you say Simone because I because in Ferris Bueller, mm-hmm. they say when Ferris says that when he dies, he's going to give his eyes to Stevie Wonder. Oh, like that woman says that. And there's a character, famous character in that movie named Simone. Oh, <laughs> that was a reach. But thank <laughs> you, you Simone. It's actually I Simone. Got there. But let's go another round. Simone, mm-hmm. the character, she's only in one scene. Thank you, Simone. Mm-hmm is played by very famous Trump nut, Christy Swanson. Mm. Formerly Buffy the Vampire Slayer, current Trump nut. I did not know that, but I haven't thought about her since the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, she's a wild Trump nut. Did I mention that? Yeah, you can say it one more time. Trump nut. He's got Jerry Obeck's eyes. Jerry Orbach's eyes. I guess you weren't in New York at the time because it was a much, it was a much laughed at, not laughed at, Mm -hmm. much like ballyhooed bit of business that uh, Jerry Orbach donated his eyes to two wonderful New Yorkers, one of whom was on the deep today. Yeah. What a find. Perfect timing. Perfect timing for this episode, too. Right, because she's like the wind. But before we get into that, how you doing, Rachel? I'm good. How are you, pal? Do you think that did people people always called you Rach or did like I start that? No, people have always called oh, me Rach. I thought I started that. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, you can think you did, but so no, you've you always didn't been Rach. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've been a Rach for a very long time. I was a Rachy Rach as a child. Ray Ray Ricky. I was a Ray Ray Ricky. Ray Ray Icky. Ray Ricky. I thought I started it because I was going to mm-hmm. make mention about how everybody, all the broomheads call you Rach. And I thought I was the one, the first person to ever do that. But I guess not. I guess everybody's no. been doing it. If you it. called me Chell, maybe. I'm not going to call you that. Chell's Bells. So you're doing good. You're fresh off a, off a sojourn. Mm-hmm. You look great, as I was saying before. You look thank you. Look like you you had a good time. Eat some crab legs. I did not eat any crab legs. Crazy! Why you go to Ocean City, Maryland? You don't even eat any. Am I not supposed to say where you went? They can't find you there now. (laughs) I'm not there now. Um, I did have lots of seafood, but no crab legs. I went to Delaware a couple times. I was staying about three blocks from Delaware. Mm. That's cool. It's nice to go uh, in between states, you know, just randomly. Wild stuff. Like Wild stuff yeah. here. In As someone who used to live in D.C., I traveled between states on a daily basis. <laughs> pretty much. What a crazy bit of business mm-hmm. we got going on here. But we're not here to talk about crab legs. Mm-hmm. We're not here to talk about. We ch- are here to talk about Jerry Orbach's eyes, though. I was going to say we're not here to talk about Jerry Orbach's eyes. You think we are here to talk about Jerry Orbach's I eyes? I mean, are they hungry? Well, that's not the name of the song, though, that the show is, that the episode is based on. Wait, wasn't this Hungry Eyes? No, it's She's Like the Wind. It's the other dance. It's the other <laughs> fucking Dan Dirty Dancing song. Hungry Eyes. No, it's She's Like the Wind because she changes. That's Emma. Am I wrong? I have this as hungry eyes. <laughs> I, maybe I'm fucking wrong, dude. If I'm wrong, then that takes away the whole bit I was going to do, too, with the, the question. Hold on. Pa- 
I don't know, but it's what it says on my screen right now. It's called Hungry <laughs> Eyes. It's not called. Yeah. Sh- oh my god, this makes the whole my whole fucking question not make sense because it's the wrong song. Oh yeah, it's called Hungry Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am trying to tie in Jerry Orbach to this, and you're like, no, no, no. Well, I tied Jerry Orbach into it because he's in Dirty Dancing, but I thought she's like the wind was the name of the episode because I thought it was about Emma changing. Mm -hmm. No, it's about people looking at her in that purple dress with their hungry eyes. And when you said Patrick Swayze, I was like, maybe he's just forgetting that this is done by a little known Eric Carmen. Eric Carmen. <laughs> Patrick Swayze sings She's Like the Wind. Yeah, yeah. Feel your breath on my face, your body close to me. I can't look in her eyes. She's out of my league. Sing it with me. Don't believe I am such a fool to believe I am anything she needs. She's like, she's like the wind. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm all flustered now because I was positive this was called She's Like the Wind. It's the 709th. No, it's not. It's episode 709 of yes, Degrassi, it's, The Next it's Generation. It's the 709th episode. It's, the seven, it's episode 709, but it's the 127th episode of Degrassi, The Next Generation. But it's uh, because of all the two-parters, it's really the 102nd episode. It's not called She's Like the Wind at all. It's called Fucking Hungry Eyes. Hungry <laughs> Eyes is an Eric Carmen song. Mm-hmm. I had this whole bit because I thought it was She's Like the I'm going to tell the brumettes. Yeah. I thought it was She's Like the Wind. Mm-hmm. And Patrick Swayze sings She's Like the Wind. Patrick Swayze doesn't really sing any other songs, so I couldn't ask Rachel what her, because that's only one song. Even yeah. if it's a one-hit wonder, there's other songs, so you can pick. But so I was going to ask. I'm just going to do it because who knows Eric Carmen? We don't know. We no one. I don't really know Eric Carmen. Maybe I know a song other than this one. Nobody but. knows Eric Carmen. So as a result of nobody knowing Eric Carmen, I'm going to ask Rach, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what is your favorite song? That was specifically written for a movie, but it's not a musical. <laughs> like the caveat at the end, but it's not a musical. Didn't I say that in the text? I don't know if you said that part, I but he- I'm not. It's okay. I'm not a big musical fan. I so hepped Rachel to this earlier in the day because I didn't want mm-hmm. to spring it on her because she. It's a lot to think about. She can get otherwise. flustered in the moment, which I would too, because you don't want to be like caught with your pants down. And to be fair, I forgot about it for most of the day until we were about to record this. And then I was like, oh, wait a second. <laughs> you don't want to be caught with your purple dress off. Nope, nope, nope. Um, She's like the wind. There's a lot of great songs out there that were written specifically to be, the, to be the theme song of a movie, essentially. It doesn't have to be and the theme song. It just has to be like the movie that they the would like. Song. The song. Like the one that would get nominated for the Oscar. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, there's a lot of great ones. There's a lot of great stories about those songs. There's a lot of, which makes it that much more daunting to choose like two minutes before you start recording this. But I did t- so, I did give you the whole day. You did, I did, you did To be fair, me, I gave you the whole I damn forgot. day. I forgot. Um, But I. This is a the hint. One that, this is a hint. That's it. 
you're typing in a typewriter. Yeah, it's does, like when when yeah. it's like it's like when on Looney Tunes they would eat corn on the cob and it would be. But like, do you uh, not? A that, does that hint not registering for you? Think. Listen. It's in the song. Are you doing nine to five? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, but in, I, it's, a, it's definitely a, a, a contender. Do you want to know the one that I, the first one that came, sorry, it was the second one that came to mind because the first one that came to mind was honestly pretty much the majority of the Godzilla soundtrack, which I was a huge fan of. Yeah. But are those songs written for the movie? I guess. Yeah. Which one are you going to pick? Well, I mean, the one that was, was probably, um, the, it wasn't written, but it was the remake of heroes, but that's not what I'm going to choose. Yeah. Because that doesn't stand out as an iconic song, but it kind of, I mean, yeah, I have to honor young Rachel's love. You mean Rach? Young Rachel's, mm. much like young Sheldon's the young love Ra- yeah. of a very particular song. Young Sheldon, young, there's the, uh, the trifecta, young Sheldon, young rock and young Rach. <laughs> um, and that would be. Actually, I don't know. Can you guess what I'm going to do? From the Godzilla soundtrack? I only know. It's not the Godzilla soundtrack, but it's a song that I loved when I was about 10 years old. Hold me, kiss me, kill me, thrill me. Great song. That's not it. No. Um, I don't know. That would have been my guess. Kiss from a Rose? Is Um, it from that? Oh, something from the Crow soundtrack. (laughs) No, no, no. Crow's a dope soundtrack. I'm trying to think of a... Mine is about a teacher. Two Star with Love? No. Taking you from crayons to perfume. I don't know. I don't. Oh, I do know. Is it uh, Coolio? Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) That is wonderful. If I had a chair that I could sit backwards in right now, I would have done Dude, it. But still, we take a lot money, with this whole money setup. and the power. Oh, I love that minute, song. Hour after hour. I recently going through stuff here found. Um, I guess I had like a Valentine's Day get together with some of my like best friends in sixth grade, and I made these little hearts, and we all wrote our favorite things on them and favorite song. It was Gangsta's, Gangsta's Paradise, Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> written in like pink marker on a pink heart. <laughs> Love that gangster's paradise. Tumble out of bed and I stumble to the kitchen for myself a cup of ambition. I can't believe you didn't say nine to five. Yawn and stretch and try to come to life. I was reading a couple months ago all about the the drama around the Ghostbusters theme. Well, we talked about this on the podcast already. Mm-hmm. What happened? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. We did talk about it on the podcast. We did. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't even remember. What happened? <laughs> they got sued. Somebody sued them. Yeah, it was, um... Jump in the shower and blood starts pumping out the streets. Traffic starts dropping fucks like me on a job from nine to five. What do you think is the most famous Working song from a movie? nine to five. What a way to make a living. Uh, the answer is absolutely... It's also Dolly Parton, but by way of Whitney Houston. I will oh, always yeah. love you. Which, is, sure. uh, which doesn't count, because... It, it wasn't written for the movie, but that version was recorded for the movie. That's true. I think there is no less than I'm. Su- I'm surprised you didn't say you got a friend in me. I know how much you love Randy Newman. I do like Randy Newman, actually. You, you're make, do you also you're love that? Do you also love the the monk theme song? 
I don't know the monk theme song. Does he sing it's it? It's also by Randy Newman. <laughs> I saw Muck. He was walking down the street. He was washing his hands with a baby wipe. You're Monk very good doesn't like to shake anybody's hand, so he's getting out his baby wipes. <laughs> Solving a crime and a mystery is Monk, <laughs> but he don't like to see anybody <laughs> coming for him with his hand outstretched for a shake. They actually won Emmys for that song. <laughs> Did he really? That's it. Those <laughs> yeah. are the words. That's it. Nine to five is a is a great one. The Rainbow Connection from the Muppet movie is a tremendous one, though that might be considered a musical. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shaft is a fucking mm-hmm. great one. If you gotta sing out, sing out from Harold and Maude. Mm-hmm. All of Saturday Night Fever. I didn't put write that down on my list of ten, but that is a good one. Oh, you were down the list of 10. <laughs> Mrs. Robinson. Oh, yeah. Mrs. Robinson is a classic. Across 110th Street. Uh, streets of Streets of Fear. <laughs> I was boozing better than I couldn't tell You used to hear that song on the radio I'm all the time as a kid. Unrecognizable to myself in my podcast with Obama. Did you, Kids in America. Did, did you, you put hear that? that? On there? That's not written for the movie. It's a cover. It's a cover. Did you know that Obama and Bruce Springsteen have a podcast together? I just heard about it an hour ago. If you come and listen to my podcast, yeah. Uh, The answer for me is Fight the Power by Public Enemy from the greatest American film Uh, ever made, Do the Right Thing. That's a great one, too. It's the opening song with fucking Rosie Perez just going nuts. The Mm -hmm. fucking greatest movie ever. Uh, If you haven't seen it, fuck are you doing listening to this show it's the best movie it's so relevant to today it's still funny Mm -hmm. and sad and fucked up and infuriating and beautifully shot the colors are so vibrant and that scene the opening sequence with fight the power and rosie perez just fucking killing it oh Mm -hmm. makes me so happy i love that stuff yeah i love that movie it's the best movie we should do a Patreon episode where we watch a movie and like a good movie mm-hmm. and talk about a good movie. It should be Boogie Nights. <clears throat> You've seen that, yeah, but <laughs> you haven't seen it, and I want to spend two hours mansplaining it to you. Oh, perfect! I Sounds was boozing, but I couldn't tell my own self. I was doing a podcast with Obama with my podcast with Obama. Surprised you didn't mention like the most famous song from a soundtrack. Save Me by Amy Mann from the Magnolia soundtrack, which is also fucking, <laughs> that scene makes me cry. Save me. What, what's, which one were you thinking of? I was thinking of uh, My Heart Will Go On. Oh, that's a good one. That was probably like, I mean, that was everywhere for like two years. That's a good one. I didn't say I liked it. I'm just saying, I mean, you know. I'll be, I mean, do you not like, it's like, I I don't not like it. It's pretty powerful. Like I don't know. <laughs> the big fucking It's a big yeah, there's a big build up in, in that, that song. song yeah. It's gets it'll mm-hmm. get you. It's like a fucking oh holy night. Those are the two <laughs> greatest buildups. 
<laughs> my heart will go on in a holy yeah, night. Yeah, pretty much. Back yeah. To- I'm surprised you didn't say uh, Hark the Herald Angels Sing from... Uh, <laughs> I like that song. From, from uh, Charlie Brown. That's not a movie, though. No, not Charlie Brown from um, yeah. It's a Wonderful Life. You know, that's definitely yeah. what Hark the Herald Angels Sing was written for. It was. There's nothing I fear. Rudolph was written like five years before that movie came out, and then they just made a movie out of a song. And the same with Frosty the Snowman. Frosty the Snowman isn't even a Christmas movie. It's just a winter movie. I mean, it's Christmas because it takes place at Christmas. But does it? The movie. Thanks. Maybe. The There's movie, something about maybe Santa the movie being does. there. So, yeah. But the song isn't necessarily Christmas. It's just mm-hmm. winter. No. no. You're here. <laughs> that song's going to be in your head for the next hour. I feel. Have you heard Bruce Springsteen's podcast with Obama? <laughs> Did you listen to it yet? No. I haven't. Okay. Everyone's mad I just at heard Bruce about it. Everybody's mad at Bruce Springsteen. I can't be, I will never be mad at Bruce Springsteen. He gets a pass from me. I'm not mad at him. <laughs> oh, that was a fun preamble, which is good because this fucking episode. <clears throat> oh my God. This episode was terrible. She's like the wind, everybody. Uh, I am starting to get worried that season seven started off strong and then it's just delving into nonsense. And I am concerned that we're going to spend the rest of the 20 episodes of the season just on dumb shit. <laughs> Are there 20 more episodes of the season? <laughs> it's less than that, but it feels like 20 more. I will say. I was looking through it. There's a lot less two-parters than there used to be. So I feel like it's going to take us a while to get through season seven. I will tell the broomheads a little, little, little peek behind the curtain. Rachel never texts mm-hmm. me about this, uh, about the show when she's watching it. Never. Sometimes mm-hmm. I will text her, mm-hmm. but I try to keep it. I try to keep it. Yeah. You never, yeah, you don't want to ever spoil anything for mm-hmm. me, but you texted me this morning when you watched this episode. That it was a t- horrible episode. It's what I be- I don't remember exactly what you said. This episode is terrible, maybe? Something along those lines? I, said, I think I said this episode is awful in all caps. That could be it. <clears throat> that could be it. Yeah, yeah. Awful in all caps. This episode's worse than my podcast with Obama. Um, it's, it, uh, so that was surprising to me. So I got a little bit excited because I was like, oh, God, if Rachel hates it, it must be like a fucking train wreck. Not that Mm -hmm. you like all the episodes. That's like more of a me thing. But like, I feel like for you to text me about it, Mm -hmm. heavens, it must be God awful. So I watched it. I I thought it was fine. I I wasn't that (laughs) Like I did the thing at the beginning, like, oh, this episode. But I don't like it's. Compared to what? Like, it wasn't, I, I, it's not yeah. good, but like, I was. Do you think that was really Miriam Catherine's butt at the end? I wonder. I don't know. There was a straight, <laughs> like, full butt. Full butt shot. Full butt. I wonder if she got, she got extra money for that. What are those underpants called? It's not a thong, but it was like a thing. You, cheeky. It was, yeah, that, like a cheeky cut. Dude. Because you see your butt cheeks. There, that could That's not have been Miriam Catherine's actual butt. You don't think so? I guess I should stop talking about Miriam Catherine's butt. <laughs> Not because <laughs> it's weird, questions. but because it's at the end of the episode where I'm jumping ahead. Yeah. I mean, I did text you, I will say, before the end of the episode. And I was like, well, what is this episode? This episode is so dumb. Purple Dragon, baby. Purple Dragon, the energy drink. Sponsoring the badminton tournament. What a what an exciting game that This is what like I uh-huh. like, did they get new writers? Are they trying out something different? Like <laughs> 
what I love in this episode. I love Canada. Like I fucking love it. I want. I wish I lived. I wish I was from there. I wish I yeah. lived there because it's like not so terrible as it is here. It seems mm-hmm. like everybody's nice. It's cold a lot. I love that. I know you don't love that particularly, but I love that. I they like still have summer, so it's okay. They make great movies there, and they make like mm-hmm. more modest movies. I love mm-hmm. it. I love it. And I I like hockey. I know hockey's a big Canada sport, but mm-hmm. the rest of their fucking sports. Badminton, curling. What is this shit? Badminton is a everywhere sport. But I but it's not have you ever seen it played like competitively at a school? At my high school. Stop it. <laughs> oh, all right. I stand corrected but, again. Yeah, but the thing that's like interesting to me about it, and I don't know if this is like the case with anyone else ever, if anyone else had badminton at their school, but um it was like the easiest, most fun part of the gym school year when like in gym class we just played badminton for like two months because it's easy and it's fun <laughs> i am telling you this right now i'm gonna go uh-huh. i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna peek i'm gonna let the broomheads know how stupid i can be sometimes mm-hmm. so they're talking about badminton playing badminton mm-hmm. and i <laughs> i am picturing in my head when they show them playing it <laughs> that it's backgammon the game the the board game i had no fucking idea what badminton was i literally thought it was because i didn't i wasn't like oh they're saying this wrong i just thought i was like oh i must have i thought they were going to be sitting playing competitive because i feel like oh is that like a chess game because i don't know how to play backgammon either I had to look it up because I was like, what's the fucking what game and energy drink is like sponsoring it. I don't know what to tell you, Rach. I was expecting they were going to be sitting there in front of boards doing like the bloop, 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 (laughs) spips, spips, spips on top of everybody. I don't know. (laughs) I I have never played backgammon. I have no idea. Comment on it. At one point in my life within the last decade, I was like, I'm going to get in a backgammon and I bought a backgammon set. (laughs) It was very cheap. It was like $10. I bought it and I was like, I think maybe me and Adrian will play this like in the house or something and like i took the instructions out and read like three of them and i was like nope never gonna do this and i put it back under and now it's gone <laughs> we threw it away that's because that's because you're just meant to get into euchre you know yeah, i've been playing a lot of euchre remember when you thought adrian and i were playing euchre i mean <clears throat> it could happen so could badminton uh-huh minton mm-hmm. what is it called that's what it's called badminton right well, it's that's how it's spelled, but most people just say badminton. Badminton, gotcha. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's basically just like doubles tennis, but with a flimsy little thing that like is plastic and stupid. <laughs> like what the? Fuck? I was... And you play with a shuttlecock, you know. <laughs> the birdie is also called a shuttlecock, and it's first got like all, a rubbery end and then feathers that come off of it. Of all, first. Of all. I do know that it's called that. I, I, I'm not laughing because that's like a reveal to me. Like I know, I, I don't, I know that there's a thing called a shuttlecock, but I never knew because here's another, here's another thing. I'm not uh-huh. even, you're not even going to believe this. Uh-huh. I think that I always thought a shuttlecock, which obviously hilarious, hilarious word mm-hmm. was, <laughs> What's the game <laughs> with like the bats that people play on horses? <laughs> What's that oh. game? <laughs> like Rich- Polo? <laughs> <laughs> no, isn't there one? No, 
Isn't there? Croquet. 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 I th- Croquet, you don't need to be on a horse. Polo, you are on a horse. I think I always thought the shuttlecock was with croquet. <laughs> no, th- those are just like balls. <laughs> I'm learning a lot. You grew up in the city, I can tell right oh, now. Oh, God, yeah. That is true. That That's a hard tell. I don't know any of this shit. I was like fucking mm-hmm. badminton. Anyway, this mm-hmm. is great. This is a classic deep right now. And we thought we were going to come in here and have nothing to say. And here I am learning about all these weird games. I was going to be like, oh, I love badminton, but it's also like not that exciting. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Like we played it. So like in high school gym class, I think uh, I grew up in Maryland where lacrosse is really big, but lacrosse sticks are not cheap. So like we never did lacrosse in gym class. So like you'd go to, you'd get in, you do, we did field hockey you did some soccer. This is when you, you were did, in high school? High school and middle school. Right, gotcha. Because um, I went to the same school for both, like 6th through 12th grade. Um, so, yeah, you start off the school year with, like, soccer and field hockey, and then you move into, like, basketball, and then they would do volleyball and then badminton, and then we go back to doing stuff outside at the end of the school year. Um, when so I was in high was school. That I- sweet spot, like, March, you know, when you're, like, real over the school year and there's not a lot to do, but it was the best part of gym class. It seems like like it's it like a child's game because it looks very mm-hmm. like oh we don't we want to play tennis but we don't want anything that could possibly hurt anybody. So it he- is honestly like I mean and I don't say this like in a bragging way. It is the easiest fucking game to play. Like it's not hard. And the fact that there's like a major tournament. Like I thought about playing on the team but it conflicted with swim team, which was more important to me. I can't imagine a thing to be more like uh, proud to be less proud of than being like a backgammon. I mean <laughs> A badminton champion. Competitive. But I just love that an energy drink came in to sponsor that. They're like, you know what we can do? Badminton. Um, can I tell you something? When I was in high school, I just didn't go to gym. I just wouldn't go. Really? I just didn't go to it. <laughs> what happened to your gym grades? They were fine. Wow. Very loosey-goosey. I was just like, hey, I don't feel like going. They were like, all right. <laughs> we had Everyone had like, uh, you could get out by having your period. Just like in Clueless, that was pretty much. I told a story about my gym teacher on this podcast that we had to cut. Yeah. <laughs> if you remind me on the next meeting, I will tell the story about my gym mm-hmm, teacher, Mister. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't even say it. It sounds yeah, like it's no, going to be creepy. I, it's, I, it's relatively creepy. When I was in high school, early in high school, we bought a like an outdoor set for our backyard that is a volleyball slash badminton set. It's got uh, a net. And like stakes to go into the ground and you can make it lower or higher, higher for volleyball. Cause you know, you need a high net for volleyball. I don't know. Lower that. for badminton. Um, I guess you didn't play volleyball in gym class either. I don't know anything <laughs> about any like games and that are not like the big four. Yeah. Um, I also really liked volleyball a lot. So we have like a, a badminton set that we'll pull out every so often to play outside. And a couple years ago, before we went on vacation, like a family vacation, my mom found some LED light-up shuttlecocks you could buy online. <laughs> and so we can play at night with a shuttlecock that like lights up. And when you hit it, it changes colors. Cool. So if you ever come out to the suburbs, I can show you all these fun things. All these lawn games. That's what, a, that's what it is. It's a lawn game. It's lawn games. <clears throat> we do have a croquet set, too, like a little cheapo one. 
croquet is it's just croquet is just like a bunch of mallets and then like some little uh wire hoops that you just stick in the ground that's not the one that i was thinking was you're thinking of polo because croquet croquet is in heathers i know that obviously if it was in the movie heathers i know it yeah i'm thinking of must be thinking of polo yeah Oh, God, that's fucking funny. Anyway, so there's a big tournament. Purple monster. What's it called? Purple dragon. Purple dragon energy drinks. I think the thing that I found really boring about this episode was it felt like a stretch to have this like energy drink sponsorship of a school. Why thing. the fuck and were they in the school? Like I didn't. Un- prevalent they were. I was like, is this school really hurting for money? That li- And are they like <laughs> you know so what? worth okay. it for a company to be like having stands and people like trying to get you to drink energy drinks yeah remember the time was it, th- was it this show where they were complaining about the news uh the morning announcements news programming am i making that up you think i fucking remember no it could i, I don't know it could have been in two episodes ago i don't remember i forgot why darcy was sad <laughs> After a fucking harrowing <laughs> event happened, and like two episodes later, I had to like look it up. We are, we are the worst podcast hosts ever. <laughs> well, we only have to know about the episode when we watch it. It's it's true. It's you true. Know? We don't have to remember anything that happened before or after. <clears throat> you would think with as much as we talk about this, I would remember anything that happened at some point or another. Do you remember earlier when we were talking about, it was before we were recording, and... um you were, I was saying somebody told me that uh, Bobby Moynihan on the mayor reminded them of me. Mm-hmm. And you were like, well, that's because you play like a stupid character on that show with Mike. And it's like, yeah, I do. But I guess I also play a stupid character on this show, too. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm just stupid. Just just <clears throat> all the time. Um, yeah, so yeah. Liberty's not happy about it because they're favoring sports over academics. Mm-hmm. And Emma's not happy about it. And everyone's like, well, obviously Emma's not happy about it. And Emma's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And they're like, well, Emma, come on. You're always like this, which is valid. It's true. She is always like mm-hmm. this. And she was, so she's starting to get in her head a little bit about how, like, I never change like the wind. <laughs> I literally, like, was, that was what I thought it was. Why it was um, oh, man. Just confusing the Dirty Dancing songs. Is all, sometimes it happens, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, I don't know. So she goes and becomes the spokeswoman for Purple Dragon Energy Drinks. Like, it's the person, the person who is running Purple Dragon Energy Drinks advertising at the school is just like a college student who's yeah. like an advertising where are the corporate people who own? Why are they in this school? How much you know reach? This reminds me of. What? This reminds me of role models when they worked for the energy drink company and would come around and speak to schools. Oh, I guess you're right. That is true. They did do that, but they did wouldn't spend. But they wouldn't the spend the whole fucking week in the school at a no. table with Emma trying to like get Bruce to drink energy drink. No, and like all of the Degrassi students have to wear purple dragon stuff to play badminton in the tournament. Yeah, I don't know. So Emma reluctantly, she's like, I want people to see me differently. So she tries out to be one of the purple energy dragon girls. And everybody mm-hmm. has to come dressed in this purple dress. Manny is there and some nondescript people we don't know. And then Liberty shows up for an unclear reason. She was like, 
Well, because Emma said when they had a student council meeting, Liberty wanted to protest against uh, Purple Dragon energy drinks being there. And Emma's like, well, maybe we should beat them at their own game right. or do it from the inside right. and, and stuff like that. So that's why she goes with her. But And they immediately kick Liberty off because she's boring and they kick Manny mm-hmm. off because she is not five foot seven. And <clears throat> the purple energy girl woman is was walking down and saying, number one, number two, number three, number six, number eight. And the one with the bangs, you're out. Like she was cutting them, but she didn't even like say Manny's number. She said, mm-hmm. and the one with the bangs. Mm-hmm. Manny's bangs are great. You don't know what you're talking about, this lady. <laughs> so Emma gets the call. She gets called up to the big show. She's going to be a purple mm-hmm. energy girl, which really just means wear a purple dress and try to get students, friends of yours or not friends of yours, to drink the drink. Mm-hmm. Is this yeah. like a thing that is supposed to extend past this day or is it just for Degrassi times? I don't know. Is this going to lead to a big modeling career for Emma, maybe? I don't know, Rach. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't. Uh, could be. Could it's be. a strange thing. So she's supposed to be, but she sort of gets a little bit of. Ooh, I kind of like this. You know, I look, I look mm-hmm, pretty here mm-hmm. in this dress and I'm getting attention from people and I could be like very important. And she's handing out the drink and up walks Bruce, Bruce, the Bruce moose the uh, and Bruce, the moose can't keep his dirty mitts off of Emma's body. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> and he's just like, Oh, you look great in this dress. I'm going to touch your shoulder a whole bunch. And then she also, are we, allowed to call these dresses it looks like a like a strip of fabric that's been sewed in a circle why would the school (laughs) in a hundred thousand million years allow their teenage students to be walking around in very sexy dresses to sell it doesn't this is why i was like this episode does not make any sense to me and then obviously we're going to get to a point where emma turns on purple dragon energy and protests it because Emma's got an Emma mm-hmm. and I liked it. Mm-hmm. And snake yeah, is like, Emma's and snake Emma. says, Miss Hatsalakis loves what you did. She thinks it was great that you stood up to them. And it's like, you're the one who let them in here. I would assume. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, it's, it comes, it comes down from the school board. The oh. school board allowed purple energy drinks in there. Okay. That does make more sense. So Bruce, the moose is, is, is fucking, wiping his paws all over Emma. Disgusting. I hated it. Mm-hmm. What a fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. And Emma throws the purple energy drink at Bruce the Moose. Now, this mm-hmm. is after the woman who's running the purple energy thing is kind of seeing a lot in Emma. She's thinking, ooh, this girl, maybe she's... You got brains and beauty like and that. like, she, you could be, this is how advertising works and you could be good at it and sell your body and yeah, all that she liked jazz. It. But she didn't like Emma throwing the Purple dragon energy drink all over Bruce the Moose. She offered him a free T-shirt. So then they're closing up shop for the day, and the woman says, and she's like mad at her. Mm-hmm. And Emma uh, opens up a purple energy drink to take a sip of it, and she says, mm-hmm. "What are you doing?" And Emma says, "I'm I'm going purple with refreshment." <laughs> she does. That's exactly what she's. <laughs> Which is the tagline for the thing. But she says Uh it very seriously. 
And the woman will not let her drink it because there's so many calories in it. And she's going to end up being, uh, she's going to end up getting weight. And then she also claims that Emma is wearing the biggest size dress. And if she grows out of it, mm-hmm. she won't be purple energy material. And yeah, because those drinks have two zillion calories yeah, in them, which I believe. Yeah, probably. It's all Do sugar. You believe in love, not the love. And then, um, so now we're like, oh no, is Emma gonna go back down the uh, anorexia wormhole because mm-hmm, she was telling mm-hmm. this lady said she was, you know, getting gonna get too big. So she's like looking at herself in the mirror. Snake's calling her down for dinner. She's turkey burritos, one of her favorites. Yeah, and and she's kind of like, oh, I don't know if I'm gonna go have it. And then and then of course it's a swerve. She's gonna go eat those turkey burritos, motherfucker. And she's gonna go mm-hmm. back to school, and she's gonna mm-hmm. announce the winner of the badminton tournament in mm-hmm. a dress, the purple energy dress with a big X through it, th- through the words mm-hmm. purple dragon. Which she also has to write on it because it only says purple dragon on their butts. Yeah, right. <clears throat> so she's like, this is a bad company. And they fight. They like push each other. And she's like, take that dress off. And Emma goes, I don't want to even wear this dress. And she takes it off. And she's assuming, uh, seemingly nude without, except for her yeah. underpants, which showed her whole butt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then she doesn't seem to have a brassiere on because you can see from the back there's no unless there's like a. It's very hard in those kind of tube top dresses, and if you've got small boobs, you can just you just don't wear one. She wasn't wearing, and she was nude in school, and mm-hmm. everyone was going crazy. S- uh, Snake was there; he was covering Danny and mm-hmm. Derek's eyes. Everybody was looking at, <laughs> but she, and then Manny jumps up on stage and she takes the per- Manny's the best friend. She takes the purple Manny's energy the poster and she wraps it around Emma. It's great. Emma's gonna Emma. She, you think she's gonna go fall into this new bad sort of mm-hmm. life? No way. No how. Nope. Silly you. Not at all. And this whole time she's been like worried because everyone's like, you know. Sorry, I just got to her butt part. <laughs> I that cannot be her butt. <laughs> It could be I her butt, it, but I, I mean, also, yeah, they got to stand in. When she first becomes a purple dragon energy uh, girl and she's wearing the dress mm-hmm. and Snake sees her for the first time, Snake goes, Emma, mm-hmm. you look, and she goes, approachable yet attainable. <laughs> and then Snake's like. This whole, <clears throat> yeah, I was starting to say this whole episode, Emma is, uh, worried about just never changing and being the same person and so predictable and like she's been sending sean uh anti-war books (laughs) he's in the military are they still together (laughs) supposedly um but then she's kind of like oh maybe it's time for me to change things up a little bit and do something different and she did but it's still herself you know she's true to herself but she is uh not being so predictable. Yeah, I, that's a bingo. A hundred percent. I liked mm-hmm. it. I mean, and then Manny's like, mm-hmm. well, maybe next time don't take off all your clothes. She's like, I, uh, Emma was like, I can only control what I do or something. And then Manny's like, yeah, but you can't control what everybody else is fantasizing about. And they were laughing. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't really care. Emma's like, it's my, yeah. my boobs. Who gives a shit? Yeah. The other thing about this to point out, other than Danny and Derek, who were, 
great in this episode. Yeah. Both Danny and Derek are fucking great. Remember when you were going to be like, Derek's the worst? (laughs) They're the best. (laughs) Now they're just like, I mean, they're only there for comedic relief still at this point. Eventually, like, we'll get a little bit more out of them, at least with Danny. They they do Um, like hilarious, like, side view, like the Greek chorus kind of a deal. Yeah, and it's very, very entertaining. Um, But also, it's kind of important to point out that at the end there, that Coach Anderson Armstrong seems to have been the one to have brought in the purple energy drinks to help sponsors. And he is not happy with Emma protesting and then with seeing her naked body either. Even though he was having that affair with Liberty. Yeah, yeah. Remember that? Seventh grade. So that's when Emma's like, so snake, what's my detention? And she's like, he's like, you're not even getting detention because Miss Hot Miss Hot Sue Lacus. Which is Mm -hmm. weird that he calls her Hot Sue to Emma Boom. Right? But um Miss Hot Sue Lacus loves what you did. She thought it was a great stand that you took against purple energy. Purple Dragon energy drink. And she was sitting there telling him before, like, you know, you taught us all of this. You taught us that sex sells. And she's, she said, the medium is the message. You taught us oh, that. Yeah. I didn't remember that, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. how it, Manny's like, I'm fucking definitely going to try to get this. And then, like, she goes up and she does the thing and, like, they cut her and she's just like, fuck you. She's the best. <laughs> it's that minimum height requirement of 5'7". Um, before we got to the Bruce Springsteen's podcast with Obama, (laughs) the last thing I wanted to say about, uh, at the end when snake is talking to Emma is that snake is like, you got three months left. (laughs) Could you just give me a break? (laughs) Just three months. (laughs) Oh, hardcore badminton. Um, yeah. Sav's never kissed. He hasn't kissed a girl. He should listen to more Jill. So beautiful. I kissed a girl. If he did, he might like it. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. He's never kissed a girl, but he's mm-hmm. Mia and Sav are. This is pretty dull and dumb. It's pretty dull and dumb. And we're yeah. they're already retconning Mia... Holly J here. I'm I'm thinking. Yeah, uh, Mia had gone on that kind of date with Sav before, and she really liked him. But then he was weird towards her, and she didn't know why. And then. He comes back and is really, he needs a doubles partner for this badminton tournament. Yeah, he and remembers so they start... how great she was at badminton back at uh, mm-hmm, Lakehurst mm-hmm. School of Design. <laughs> With Bruce the Moose. It's a magnet school. Bruce the Moose definitely went to a magnet yeah. school. <laughs> I kind of love Bruce the Moose. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a minute. I was like, who is that guy? I recognize that guy. And then she says Bruce. And I'm like, Bruce the Moose. Bruce is a real asshole, she said. Yeah. Bruce is a real asshole. <laughs> Bruce the Moose. I love it. I love Bruce yeah. the Moose. So I mean, I don't. Sav- he was pawing at Emma's shoulders. And I did not like that. But No, no. Yeah. So Sav has never kissed a girl. And so he and Mia hang out so that she can show him how to kiss a girl. And Mia thinks it's because he likes her, but he doesn't because he actually likes Anya. But Holly J is the one to gently tell Mia that instead of being an asshole. Yeah. Mia's like the sad end. about yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> you did it. We're not talking about it anymore. I'm saying one more thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Mia is like kind of upset about it, but then she sees Anya with Sav and, mm-hmm. and Holly J is like, see, they're like, look at them. They're like children. And they really are. She's like yeah. showing him her stickers. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, that's like what my son does. Like I, that is very odd. And Holly yeah. J was like, Mia, you know, I hate to have something in common with you, but girls like us, we need men. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> and then Danny and Derek walk down the hall as soon as she says that. Yeah. And they say like, are your feet tired? Cause you've been running through my mind. It's not that, but it's like one of those dumb. Something similar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's all that happens. And yeah. uh, Mia and we learned that Mia was good at badminton. Mhm. Sav? Yeah. She, he's like I'll teach you on the court and you'll teach me in the in the kissing booth something. Yeah, I couldn't decide if Sav sucks or not. Also that uh weird courtyard is now called the Zen Garden. I don't know who rebranded that, yeah. but it might have been Purple Energy. I don't drinks. think he sucks. I just think he's like I cuz cuz what happens is they're playing badminton and they win. They win the whole damn tournament and she kisses him and he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I thought it was going to be some kind of like, I can't, I'm not allowed to kiss girls because of my religion or something. So I can't do yeah. that. But it wasn't. It was that he doesn't even like her. He wanted to learn how to kiss so he would be a good kisser when he's going to kiss Anya. Mm-hmm. When uh, Bruce the Moose was putting his hands all over Emma, she, she said, out of my face, skis. Mm-hmm. Skis call is him great. Skis. I love skis. That's what we should use for Woody Allen. Yeah, he is a skis. <laughs> but do you think that Sev's a dick? I, I just think he's like a immature. <sighs> Maybe that's what it is. Immature might be the right thing because this is like the second time that he's been kind of misleading to Mia. And I was like, is he an asshole? And then I was like, I'm not really sure. Everyone always talks about how hot child Sav is. But I'm like, but he's. Mia. <laughs> I mean, that's bad again, right? No, it's fine. Yeah, I'm just like, I think, I think he's, I think he's a good-looking guy, but he very much seems like a child. I think to me, compared like to like, sleep. compared to like Sean when he came back from prison, you know, he seemed like a man. Yeah, yeah, his armpits definitely smelled mm-hmm. like a man, like Spinner. I mean, Spinner has always smelled. So that's true. <laughs> I don't know. They were skeezes, all of them. Rachel. Yes. When we watch these episodes, we mm-hmm. hearken back to a time when we watched them initially and they were on the N Noggin channel. And mm-hmm. when they were on said channel, it had mm-hmm. a tagline of it goes there because the episodes were yes. often a little bit more risque than your average teenage soap opera fair at the time. Mm-hmm. Since mm-hmm. then, it's, you know, we've kind of gone well past this. You watched Euphoria. It's yeah, not even yeah. in the same realm. But back then, this was a big deal. They the go there. So what we decided we would do back when we first, this podcast was in its infancy, we decided we were mm-hmm. going to trademark a scale. Uh, 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 the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast goes there, go there scale, which is a mm-hmm. one to 10 scale. One being it goes there the least, meaning it's a pretty non-eventful episode. Nothing really like, oh my goodness, happens. And a 10 being the most it could possibly go there relative mm-hmm. to the times of the show. You know, nowadays, it wouldn't, none of these would really go there outside of a shooting, maybe. But back in those days, yeah. these mm-hmm. were considered risque content. So, Rach, having said all that, mm-hmm. how much on a scale of one to 10 do you think episode 709, not She's Like the Wind, but Hungry Eyes, I get mm-hmm. with you when I can't disguise, I got, goes there. I gave it a four. 
And that four is pretty much based on two things. Yeah. One, nudity. Yeah, her butt. And two, corporate sponsorship of a school. Right. Yeah. Doesn't seem real, but. Seems silly. It seems silly. Yes, yes. It seems like a waste of your uh, your money as a corporation to be honing in so much on just one school. I mean, teenagers. If you were a, a local market. business, like when I was a kid, mm-hmm. local businesses would sponsor the intramural teams, the basketball teams, and we would be named after the stores in the neighborhood. That was very nice. Yeah, that, was a yeah, that, that happened with our rec council games. But mm-hmm. to sponsor a whole school seems silly. Yes, we saw Emma's butt. I don't think we saw Emma's butt. I think we saw a stand-in butt double who was of age to be mm-hmm. Emma's butt. Having mm-hmm. said that, that goes there. Um, her protest. It's it's funny because they could have given her like real underwear and a bra and made it seem less scandalous. But I think right? they wanted it to be to seem more scandalous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I am going to say, here's the thing. The nudity, the intention of the nudity was not really a go there thing. It was more like a uh, stick it to the man thing, which is cool Mm -hmm. in its own Mm -hmm. sense. But that's more cool to me than go there. So I'm going to go down to a three. Okay. Because, yeah, Sav and the whole thing just did. I didn't care about any of that. In a go there sense. No. I thought the episode was not as bad as you led me to believe. Okay. Yeah, but it wasn't good. It made it sound worse. You made it sound worse. It was like a middling, middle of the road mm-hmm. kind of an episode. But I like Emma. I like Manny. I like Liberty getting some stuff. Danny mm-hmm. and Derek are fun and the, the dose is their dosed. Oh, and mm-hmm. also, lest we forget, it looks like there might be a little burgeoning romance between... Emma and uh, Damien. Damien. Yeah, we didn't even mention Damien in this whole episode. Damien seemed to be into this whole corporate sponsorship situation. Yeah. He, whereas Liberty was like, fuck no. Yeah. He he was de- and he was also like kind of nudging Emma to like, why don't you go mm-hmm. try out? And then, yeah. Yeah. He also plays for the badminton team. So he, yeah, but he wasn't as good as Mia. No, not as good as Mia. Also, uh, Emma hints that she kind of likes him. And man, he's like, it's fine. I dated him for like four hours. Yeah, I liked <laughs> it. Go for it. <laughs> no big deal. Um, yeah. The other thing that I was just thinking about was the fact that they said that she had the largest size of that dress. And I was like, there's sizes to that dress. <laughs> just looks like some stretchy material. <laughs> it really did. It was a very revealing dress. I felt a little uncomfortable watching it, but what are you going to know? Yeah, I don't think I've ever worn a dress like that, which is essentially just a piece of fabric and not much else in my entire life. And I don't think I'm going to start now, so. Well, maybe you should. Maybe you should on your Zooms and your work I mean, your maybe, work Zooms. maybe, yeah, maybe I should try to start selling some energy drinks mm-hmm. and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Going all in on the corporate sponsorship. They corporate sponsor you from uh, your parents' basement. It's like Wayne's world. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's exactly what it's yeah. like. Oh, so Patrick. Yeah. Who was your most valuable Degrassian? Holly Jacoby and Myers. Uh, Holly J. Uh, Holly J. Sinclair. <laughs> Holly Jacoby and Myers Sinclair. Because 
I don't know who else. Emma, I guess it's Emma's episode, <laughs> but I liked Holly J for uh, Holly J is going to be your new favorite because she was yours last week too, even though she was pretty awful in that episode. Uh, yeah, she was, but God, she, I did laugh a lot at her being so mean. Yeah, um, uh, ugliness. So mm-hmm. I like Holly Jacoby and Myers uh, Sinclair. Mm-hmm. By the way, when I was fumbling for her name. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even thinking about Jacoby and Myers. I was thinking of what is like the last name that I pretend is like that. I, cause I never, I, I usually say not Sinclair. I usually say something else. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was fumbling for. I wasn't even thinking of Jacoby and Myers. So mm-hmm. they, the Facebook group got that back again. Cause I had like yeah. not, that wasn't even on the radar. And now I'm like, Oh, right. Holly Jacoby and Myers. <laughs> uh, so when, this is the only reason that I'm picking her. This is the reason. Yeah, just because you wanted to say that. No, 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 no. This oh, okay. one part. So at the end, she is in the bathroom with Mia, and Mia's like, we kissed Sav, and I was his first. And Holly J, as she walks out, this is not why I'm picking, but as she walks out, she says, and you won't be the last today, because she knows that the Anya thing is happening. Mm-hmm. And later on, when Mia sees him with Anya and mm-hmm. realizes that that's what's happening, uh, Holly J goes, I tried to warn you, Mama Mia. And I thought calling her Mama Mia was so <laughs> funny. And I'm so glad it didn't come up in the body of the episode because no, I no. knew I was going to say that as my reason. Yeah. yeah I tried no, to that's... warn you, Mama Mia. <laughs> That's it is really good. That is really, yeah. really good. It's a saying in its own right, but also she's a mama. So mm-hmm. yeah, I loved mama it. Mia. I do think Holly J is gonna make a fast run up my list of favorite characters. Oh yeah. Obviously. Already she has, so they're softening her though. Mm-hmm. They're getting yeah. ready to soften her a little bit. Oh, they already did in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So Ray, choose your MVD, your most valuable Degrassian, and why is it Emma? <laughs> Well, before I say it's Emma, there, I also want to give uh, um, a shout out to Mia's braids, which were a strong contender. I was yeah, like, they oh, were great. French braids. That's something that my hair is so damn long right now. I should just be doing every day is French braiding my hair yeah. with all that time I have. Um, and then uh, I also really, really loved Snake in this episode. I, I did thought too. everything of him with Emma. I just love him and Emma's relationship. It's he was my, he was, he was up there for me. He yeah. Was he was an almost it, but then I was like, nope, Emma really pulled through in the end and really did it for me. I knew there was no way you were going to pick anyone other than Emma. Emma is obviously the choice, yeah. but that's why I was like, I don't have to pick Emma because Rachel will do that part. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She had a good episode. I liked that mm-hmm. what you said. She still managed to like break out of her shell a little bit while still remaining Being herself. true to who she was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was a good for as terrible of an episode as it was. It was like it was. It had its moments. Yeah, I don't think it was as bad as you thought it was. Yeah, I think that the first half I was just I I texted you while I was still watching it, and it was like this is awful. <laughs> I don't yeah. know where this is. It was definitely before Emma took her dress off in front of the school. Yeah. When we watched Devil's Diary, the movie, the great uh, film directed by um, Farhead Man, I mm-hmm. had texted you in the middle of it that I was like angry that I was mm-hmm. even watching. It was so bad. Mm-hmm. And then by mm-hmm. the end, I was like, this is the best. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> 
up on the Patreon, everybody. If you want to yeah. get over there, you can hear us talk about Farhad Man's Devil's Diary, which to me is a top tier deep episode. One of the greatest deeps ever, I will say. That that one was your favorite. I don't think it's my favorite. I don't know what my favorite is, so it's not my favorite that. episode of all time, but it is mm-hmm. among my favorite. Your favorites, yeah. Um, while we're talking about the Patreon, we have someone new to welcome to the room. Oh my goodness, I'm a so happy. I love it the way we get the new people to come on into the room. So tell me who it is. It is Bennett Williams. Bennett. Oh, Bennett, you're so beautiful and lovely and wonderful, and I'm so happy to see you in the room. Come on in. We are going to put a sock on the door. We're going to get the pizza pie. It is going to be the best time you ever had. You get to listen to the episode where Reggie and Pat talk about the Farhead Man's movie. Uh, Great movie. It is called Devil's Diary. And boy, oh boy, it stars Alex from Instant Star. (laughs) <laughs> oh, what a movie. You're going to love it. You're going to love the episode. You're going to love it so much. Oh, thank man. Thank you for joining the Patreon. Ah, thank you. And thanks to uh, Tyrell, who's been drawing these fucking pictures that are so funny. Yeah. Um, uh, moments from the episode. Uh, he did one that's Marco's dad as the pizza man. Mm-hmm. Heavens it's so fun. good. So he did good. a Mr. La Potato Head, which is the head of Mr. La Potato Head on the Mr. Potato Head feet and arms. <laughs> <laughs> he did a page Mikkel Chuck's phone one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank all you the so best much. moments. All the best moments. What what a great and he drew our he drew a photo of me and Rachel as mm-hmm. different versions of Manny. Mm-hmm. And we made it our Instagram profile picture. So thank you so much for doing that. God, we love it so much. We do. Ah, happy to be back. You happy to be back? No. Happy to be back. Happy to be back. Sometimes I wish I could just sit and binge the show. So then like the bad episodes would just kind of blend into the much better episodes. Yeah. When you watch it once a week for the rest of your life, it's like. <laughs> I think Rachel needs this show to go bi-weekly. But the only problem is if this show goes bi-weekly, we will be doing it well into our 70s. Yeah. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> it's very true. I don't know. My job is just getting to me. I need a new job. I need a new job, one that won't make me sick. Huey Lewis. <laughs> was Huey Lewis the one who had the issue about uh Yes, the ghost. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's exactly Bringing it right. back. Bringing it back. Oh, that's hilarious. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. Loved it. I feel your breath on my face. Your body close to me. I can't look in your eyes. She's out of my league. I've talked about Patrick Swayze, right? He's one of the best people of all Mm -hmm. time. Love him. He's great. Pizza man. All right, broomheads. Rate, review, and subscribe. I haven't had a new review in a while, so Mm -hmm. so get on that. Somebody write a review. Get a new, make a new fake login Mm -hmm. so you can write another review Mm -hmm. if you've already written a review. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I should write a review. Can I review my own podcast? I mean, you could. Oh, I would say this is a Pizza Man podcast. <laughs> uh, do that. Follow us at SparkleSpaz28 on Instagram mm-hmm. at uh, every episode ver at gmail.com. You can send us, shoot us an email. Mm-hmm. Some Facebook stuff. You could do that too. All those things. Uh, thanks for all your support. 
and we love you. Thanks for, we took a week off. We hope you had a great week. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And that's it. That's all I got. What do you got? Yeah, Anything we'll else? be back next week with Pass the Duchy, which I'm based on name alone. Pass the Duchy from the left hand side. Pass the Duchy from the left hand side. We smoke a bong and made a music that may run. Dun, 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 smoke a bong and made a music that may rock a dollar. Now I won't have to do it next week. Yeah, exactly. You'll probably Musical still do youth, it. Rachel. Musical youth. You'll still do it next week anyway. Mama Mia. Uh, I hope Darcy smokes weed in it. I think that it's a Holly J episode, actually. Oh, cool. I hope she smokes weed. You know, I feel like I just see Holly J and Anya on the screen right now, and they're both, like, every week they're wearing, like, almost exactly identical outfits. Like, no wonder you thought they were the same person for many, many weeks. Do you remember when Holly J convinced Anya to steal the test, Mm -hmm. the paper, and then immediately told the teacher? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Holly J is savage. Yeah, she is the definition of savage. I love her. All right, broomheads. Holly, Holly J. Holly J, take my baby away. Anyway, uh, listen to Bruce Springsteen and Obama's podcast. <laughs> we haven't listened to it, so we can't make any comments on it. Tell my own face I was recognizable to Obama, but then we made a podcast together. Bye. Bye.